Welcome, friends, to Inside the Writer's Cafe. I'm Cheryl Mason. Our show is all about books and authors. Not only do we feature the hottest authors, but we also introduce you to new and exciting authors talking about themselves and their latest book. Today, our story takes place in the late summer of 1947. Intrepid Vienna Police Inspector Karl Marbach is investigating an escape route through the Alps for Nazi war criminals. Dr. Pamela Marbach, Marbach's wife, is an American doctor who enlisted in the British Army because female doctors weren't accepted in the U.S. Army at this time. Dr. Pammy, as her patients call her, has continued to work in the Burns Center in the British Hospital. One of her patients is a former SS captain named Leo Lechner. Lechner reminisces about the time when he was young and he climbed the daunting Dolomite Alps. He recalls the old saying that up high in the Dolomites, there is no sin. Marbach learns from Lechner that there are papers that identify a Nazi escape route out of Europe and that the famous Nazi war criminal Adolf Eichmann is planning to use this escape route to flee. Marbach gathers some colleagues and conducts an exciting chase pursuing Eichmann and the Odessa Papers. Will he catch Eichmann? Stay with us to hear the answer to this question next. Joining us is Dr. Tom Joyce. He has a Ph.D. from Cornell University. He's done teaching and training in criminology, the sociology of work, social problems, and other subjects for George Washington University, for the FBI, and local police departments. He's also worked in the Ohio jails and the Ohio State Penitentiary. Tom also, during his military service, took ex-Nazis to Frankfurt, Germany for denazification proceedings. He's joining us today to talk about his other book about the wonderful character of Marbach. We're talking about the Dolomite Challenge. Tom, welcome. Oh, it's good to hear from you. It's great to hear from you. The important thing to emphasize about this book is that it takes place in the summer of 1947, and uh, Police Inspector Karl Marbach is investigating the different Nazi escape routes. Even uh, 15 or 20 years after the end of World War II, there, there, there were still escape routes out of Germany and Austria that were utilized by uh, Nazis. And uh, uh, some of them then, by uh, 20 years later, wanted to come back and be uh, legitimatized. And, uh, uh, but in 1947, there were, there, there were major escape routes out of Germany and Austria. And one of the most important of those escape routes um, was uh, called Odessa. And Carl uh, uh, Marbach, as a police inspector, he was working with U.S. Army counterintelligence. And he had already, uh, in 1946 and 45, he'd been investigating Die Spine, which was an escape route 
that preceded Odessa. Odessa was a very famous, very uh, publicized escape route that was being used. And uh, 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 what Marbach was trying to do, and, and, and he was in cooperation with U.S. Army counterintelligence, was to obtain information about the uh, uh, where the Odessa relay stations were located and to try to capture some of the Nazis that were using Odessa and uh, um, some of the travelers on Odessa. One of those important travelers on Odessa back in 1947 was Adolf Eichmann, uh, the architect of the uh, uh, major uh, uh, deportation of Jews to extermination camps. Now, is this the Adolf, the the real Adolf Eichmann that we heard about in the yes. news several years ago? That was that was tried in the the Nuremberg trials again. Yes. Okay. And Hannah Arendt wrote uh, a very great uh, book. Hannah Arendt is one of my favorite thinkers. Um, she was. She died about. She died in the 1970s. Uh, but she was a very great, I think, philosopher and historian. Uh, she didn't like being called a political theorist, uh, um, but she was a fascinating woman. She wrote a book on totalitarianism. Uh, she came out of uh, of Germany in uh, around 1945, at the end of the war, and uh, she managed to get to uh, New York City, and she managed to get herself accepted as a professor at Princeton. And um, uh, she wrote a book uh, almost as soon as she got settled in the United States called Totalitarianism, and it's still a good book. It gets a lot of criticism, and it's good to understand the criticism. Uh, she indicated in her, from her point of view uh, that uh, uh, Russian total Soviet totalitarianism was very similar to fascist or Nazi totalitarianism. And for some reason uh, that I really don't find a lot of sympathy with, uh, a lot of people criticized that. They said that the 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 Russian system was a lot different than the fascist system. Well, sure, it was a lot different, but it was still ugly and awful. And millions of people were churned up by the Russian totalitarianism. Uh, and um, uh, I, uh, uh, I I've had some personal contact with the 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 Russian system, and I I think Hannah Arendt is somebody that we can all learn from. She, I, I agree with her even today that uh, uh, look at what the Russians, the Soviet system was like in terms of totalitarianism. So you used uh, her as part of your research when you were, were doing the Dolomite Challenge? Sure. Oh, yes. I connected with her uh, in connection with the the... the Everything. I just am so impressed with her. I'm sorry that, for various reasons, I never did get to meet her. When I was at Cornell, she'd been in and out of Cornell, but all the meetings that... I was just a graduate student. All the meetings that 
she she was available for I, I never got invited to. Wow. As a graduate student, you probably wouldn't have, right? Right. So, did in yeah. the in the book you're talking about the Adolf Eichmann and the Odessa Papers? What were the Odessa Papers? The Odessa Papers were simply the papers that described how the escape route worked, where the relays there were. It was a it was a a series of of, of countless relay stations. Uh, 15 or 20 miles apart, and some of them 100 miles apart. Uh, and uh, the uh, uh, w- w- what uh, the, the uh, novel deals with is the, the use that was made of these relay stations in order to get out, in order to escape uh, from. Uh, uh, the Allied forces and the the, the Nazis used the, these relay stations. They used Odessa um, as a as a major way to escape from uh, Germany and Austria into Italy, and then into and then get, get over to South America. Now, and I, yes, Karl Marbach's wife is a physician, and she's working in the British Burn Center in the Vienna General Hospital in this novel. And she has a patient who is a former SS captain, Leo Lechner. And Leitner, Leitner. Leitner. And my, I don't speak German. I'm sorry. I, I, please oh, pardon no, my that, pronunciation. Right. And Leitner talks about when he climbed the Dolomite Alps and he talks about an old saying when he climbed it that uh, there was no sin when you were high up in the Dolomite Alps. What role did the Alps play in these escape routes? Is that where they were escaping through? Was the was the Dolomite Alps? The Dolomite Alps, uh, which extend from uh, Germany and Austria to Italy, and they also go up into to Sweden, but. Uh, uh, um, uh, that's a different thing. The Alps were just great mountains, uh, very impressive mountains. And I managed to talk myself into doing some climbing of of the Dolomites when I was in Vienna. Wow! I got some people that really knew how to do it to teach me how to climb, how how to do mountain climbing, and uh, the Dolomites. Um, are are just uh, once you've done it, you you get hooked on it. I think I, I'm surprised that when I when I got out of the military service, I wasn't interested in climbing in the United States. I I didn't know any mountains that would be comparable to the Alps, and uh, I uh, I think the Alps are just fantastic. I've never gone back. And tried to climb again, and now I'm probably too old and too infirm to do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I really think the Dolomites are a fant- and those things about there is no sin in the uh, you you lose your sin uh, when you climb the Dolomites. The the activity of climbing, and I believe this, uh, purges you of sin. What you're you're involved in in an activity that takes all of your time and energy and attention and strength 
and you, you, there's other people with you, and you're responsible for them, and they're responsible for you. And th there's a common statement that was made to me, uh, and it was posted even uh, on some parts of the of the Dolomites. There is no sin in the Dolomites. You purge yourself of sin when you climb up and down the Dolomites. And to some extent, I went along with that. It, that sort of made sense to me. It may be crazy to a lot of other people, but to say there is no sin, you are purged of sin in the Dolomites. Do you think that that's part of what the Nazi war criminals were thinking when they were trying no. to escape through the Dolomites? I, they were just trying to get out of uh, Germany and Austria and to escape uh, the wrath of the Allied forces. They were not thinking uh, in a positive way. They were they were a really bad bunch. The the ones who the, the used the Odessa escape route. They they were they, these were uh, Nazis who had done things not maybe not as bad as Adolf Eichmann, but pretty awful stuff. And they weren't. They they maybe they in in some way. I, I've never had that much contact with them, or even the histories that I've read. I've never, there isn't anything that I've come across that really explains how the Nazis reacted to this thing about there is no sin. When you climb the Dolomites, you purge yourself of sin. Well, knowing that what the, what the Nazis were like, they probably that probably appealed to them, but in a different sort of way than it appeals to me. It's an interesting. Um, I guess comparison, or it's an interesting thing to think about. Since they were using that as an escape route, it's interesting to think that climbing the Dolomites eliminated yeah. our sin. <laughs> I think that's just kind of a, that was a good thing that you did to put that in the book. I think that's an interesting comparison. And Karl Mar Marbach is involved with all of this, and he's in pursuit. He's working with, he meets Leitner as a result of his wife, who is amazing. We've talked about, in previous interviews that we've done about a couple of your other books, we've talked about the character of Dr. Pamela Green, who becomes Karl Marbach's wife, and she was actually an American, and women were not allowed to serve as doctors in the American services, and so she went to England. Right, and she, and several other, uh, uh, in real life, several uh, American women doctors found out they couldn't get commissions in the American military, and they, they joined up with the British. They got enlisted in the Royal British Medical Corps, and... Um, uh, they were remarkable women. They they won several medals that were up uh, just beneath the Victoria Cross, and uh, they were very admirable women. They they really accomplished a lot. Well, these are such interesting books. You and I have talked about the three novels that you've written with the Carl Carl Maubach character, and actually the first one that we talked about was titled Habsburg Honor and Nazi Duty, and that's where you introduce him to us for the first time. And then the second novel, where you included Marbach as a major character, was Between Two Worlds. And then this novel, The Dolomite Challenge. Thanks. I couldn't find the title right here, Tom. The Dolomite Challenge is the third novel. 
This has been very interesting, and if any of our listeners are interested in any of these three books, they can go to Amazon, they can put in your name, they can either put Thomas Joyce, which is the the author title that you'll have under the, the second book, or they can put Tom Joyce, they could probably even put T. Joyce, and find you and find all of those books. And there are really, really nice excerpts from the books there, on there, Amazon. There's also a fourth book. Yeah, we we're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about that one in a future show. <coughs> this has just been so much fun, Tom. And if they want to find the book, not only can they get it on Amazon, but it's available through all of the major distributors, and they can go to the Author House website, I believe, and also yes. find a, an excerpt and information about it there. Yes, yes, that's true. Well, this has been such a pleasure. You have done so much work and so much research, and hearing your personal perspective behind these books has just been a treat for me. So thank you so much for being our guest today on Inside the Writer's Cafe. Thanks a lot for having me. Our time is up, and we'd like to thank you for yours. Remember, pick up a good book and read. Read.